Welcome to Compline Prayer. Our hearts are joyful as we celebrate the power of God's love that raised Jesus from the dead. That same power is restoring our lives every day. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we honor your holy name and worship you as King of Kings. Your kingdom is unlike any other. Teach us your way, the way of Holy Spirit, love, joy, and peace. We humbly bow before you and recommit ourselves to follow closely and be your kingdom people in our small corner of the world. Amen. Jesus is fully present to you. Let yourself be aware of him with you right where you are. Take a few moments to reflect on your day. For what are you most grateful? Give God thanks for these gifts of love and grace. Now reflect on what may have troubled you, what may have disrupted your experience of Jesus' joy and peace. Speak to Jesus about that. Try not to analyze or judge it. Just rest it in his keeping and care. Now try to picture Jesus standing before you. He asks, Can I show you my pierced hands and feet? Can you respond and say, Yes, let me see. What happens next? As the music continues, let this encounter with Jesus unfold. Just be with him.
we'd like to light a Christ candle. You may light a candle if you have one close by. Christians meditate on the light as a sign of God's faithful presence in our life. As you ponder this light, may you experience Jesus coming to you, lifting you up, and giving you new life. Loving God, we pause from our hurried lives to bow and consent to your holy will. Forgive us for our willful and unwillful sins. Give us the grace of spiritual consolation through Christ. Accept our gratitude for your forgiving grace. Amen. The Hebrew people prayed the Psalms to renew their faith in God's life-giving presence and power 
in the ordinary comings and goings of daily life. Psalm 16 is a song of trust and security in God. Hear the word of the Lord. Protect me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the holy ones in the land, they are the noble in whom all is my delight. Those who choose another God multiply their sorrows. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I keep the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my soul rejoices. My body also rests secure. For you do not give me up to Sheol, or let my faithful ones see the pit. You show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Saints down through the ages are revered for their deep life of prayer. As we celebrate Christ being alive and with us, we open our hearts to receive the Spirit of Christ. Let us welcome him with this prayer of devotion by Bede the Venerable from the 7th century. Let us pray. O Christ, our morning star, splendor of light eternal, shining with the glory of the rainbow, come and waken us from the grayness of our apathy and renew us in your gift of hope. Amen. I'll read this prayer again. Allow this prayer to lead you into a posture of humility and worship before the living Christ. O Christ, our morning star, splendor of light eternal, shining with the glory of the rainbow, come and waken us from the grayness of our apathy and renew us in your gift of hope. Amen.
Our Gospel reading is from John chapter 20, verses 10 through 16. I'll be reading from the message. First, I'd like to take you back to the first century, to Jerusalem. It's Sunday morning. The Passover lamb had been sacrificed in the temple on Friday morning, while at the same time, Jesus of Nazareth, the Lamb of God, was sacrificed on the cross. Onlookers on Mount Calvary, stricken by the horrific scene, couldn't understand the significance. A final sacrifice for the sins of the world was taking place right before their very eyes. Who could believe or understand that Jesus was the last sacrifice? Once and for all, it's finished. It's done. It's enough. No more need for sacrifices. Might Jesus' closest friends faintly remember him saying, I will rise on the third day. What do his words mean now that he's dead in a tomb with a huge stone covering the entrance? Mary had gone to the tomb early on Sunday to mourn. The tomb was open. Jesus was gone. She went in a hurry to tell the disciples. What happens next? As you listen, notice what captures your attention. Jesus and the other disciples left immediately for the tomb. They ran neck and neck. The other disciple got to the tomb first, outrunning Peter. Stooping to look in, he saw the pieces of linen cloth lying there, but he didn't go in. Simon Peter arrived after him, entered the tomb, observed the linen cloth lying there, and the kerchief used to cover his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but separate, neatly folded by themselves. Then the other disciple, the one who had gotten there first, went into the tomb, took one look at the evidence, and believed. No one yet knew from the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The disciples then went back home. But Mary stood outside the tomb, weeping. As she wept, she knelt to look into the tomb and saw two angels sitting there, dressed in white, one at the head, the other at the foot, of where Jesus' body had been laid. They said to her, Woman, why do you weep? They took my master, she said, and I don't know where they put him. After she said this, she turned away and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't recognize him. Jesus spoke to her, Woman, why do you weep? Who are you looking for? She, thinking that he was the gardener, said, Sir, if you took him, tell me where you put him, so I can care for him. Jesus said to her, Mary. Turning to face him, she said in Hebrew, Rabboni, meaning teacher. Do you find yourself identifying with one of the characters? 
What draws you to them? Is there something about their reaction that you relate to? What is impacting you? I'll read this true account again. What has taken place here is beyond human comprehension. It's no wonder each of these close friends of Jesus reacted the way they did. As you listen, how does this bring hope in the midst of a situation in your own life in which you feel powerless to affect change? Peter and the other disciple left immediately for the tomb. They ran neck and neck. The other disciple got to the tomb first, outrunning Peter. Stooping to look in, he saw the pieces of linen cloth lying there, but he didn't go in. Simon Peter arrived after him, entered the tomb, observed the linen cloths lying there, and the kerchief used to cover his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but separate, neatly folded by itself. Then the other disciple, the one who had gotten there first, went into the tomb, took one look at the evidence and believed. No one yet knew from the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The disciples then went back home. But Mary stood outside the tomb weeping. As she wept, she knelt to look into the tomb and saw two angels sitting there, dressed in white, one at the head, the other at the foot of where Jesus' body had been laid. They said to her, Woman, why do you weep? They took my master, she said, and I don't know where they put them, him. And after she said this, she turned away and saw Jesus standing there. But she didn't recognize him. Jesus spoke to her, Woman, why do you weep? Who are you looking for? She, thinking that he was the gardener, said, Sir, if you took him, tell me where you put him so I can care for him. Jesus said, Mary. Turning to face him, she said in Hebrew, Rabboni, meaning teacher. Now, imagine Jesus coming to you. What question does he ask you? How are you responding to his question? Let this time continue between you and Jesus.
In the Lord's Prayer, we are assured of God's desire to hear our prayers. Jesus gave us this prayer as an example of how we might pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please pray with me our prayers of petition. God of love, we give you thanks for all that has been good in this day, for signs of Easter miracles, for bringing us and our world new life. Grace us with the gift of awareness so that we may see your miracles of love each day and to be grateful. We commend to your keeping and care those who bear the burden of weariness, body, mind, and soul. Those whose daily lives are full of trouble and confusion. Those who lack clarity and focus for their lives. those to whom life brings hardship and pain, particularly victims of violence and abuse and the atrocities of war, those in need of tenderness, gentleness, and compassion. May this prayer bring assurance to all in need that you are near and attending to each need with divine wisdom and tender loving care. Amen. We praise you, Father, for Jesus' presence with us today through the Holy Spirit. We have been guided by your light prompted by Jesus' voice, and led by your wisdom. We thank you that our new life in Christ is fueled by your amazing love. As this day comes to an end, grant us the grace of peace, mind, body, and heart. Rest our souls so we may awaken tomorrow with renewed strength to walk with Jesus on the better path you've chosen for us. We entrust ourselves and our loved ones to your keeping all the hours of this night and all the days to come. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, 
Let the peace that our Lord Christ gives through the Holy Spirit expand in your hearts, for you are called to live in peace. Now, may the Lord of Peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with you. Amen. Music will continue for a time. You are welcome to remain with us. May God bless you with restful sleep.